2: Let me tell you who I am. I am a survivor, a teenage mother, a welfare recipient, and a woman. I am a teacher, life coach, minister, lawyer, and author. I've had my share of breakups, breakdowns, and breakthroughs. I did my work and put my life back together piece by piece. I am Ian Van Zandt, and I am here to help you do your work. I just landed in Minneapolis. I'm here to meet a family, a blended family, that's truly in crisis. So for today, I'm in my little office on wheels so I can get right to work. Nicole, a mother of two, wrote me to say that she and her husband of three years are on the brink of divorce. The children are miserable, she's overwhelmed, and she says he's checked out. Nicole, a 44-year-old divorcee, was swept off her feet by Mike, a 45-year-old father of three, when they met back in 2008. From the beginning, Nicole and Mike were not on the same page.
1: All right, so Yama, we have a tape to show you.
3: Mike and I met at church. Well, I think even on Facebook it said we were in a relationship. So, to me, we were together. So, um, but apparently he didn't think we were together. So he was with other people and doing other things while I was being committed.
2: But I, I, I don't understand that. They were dating. How did we how did they get from dating to committed? That's a, good well, question. a mistake that women make. You know, as soon as he gives For you his show. phone number, you start ordering the wedding invitations.
3: So I wasn't really over it, so when he asked me to marry him, I was like I'm not over him
2: doing what he did to me.
3: Oh, oh,
2: victim. (laughs) Doing what he did to me. Victim. Classic. But I was scared
3: to say no because I thought he would really just leave me. So I said yes. I love you from the moment that I saw your heart, who you are as a father, a son, a man of God. When we were on a break, uh, I listened to my heart to God, who clearly told me to be patient, walk alongside
2: him, be she forgiven. brought up
1: her belief that he cheated. And the marriage
2: vow slapped me in my face and gouged my eye out with a plastic spoon. <laughs> After the wedding, Nicole says their marriage began to crumble.
3: There's just so much pressure and so much stress. And so I ended up back in my anorexia and bulimia. He said uh, that I look a 14-year-old boy. I can't even tell you the last time I made out with my husband. It's literally like, and we're done. And he actually wrote me a note telling me that he hates being here. He said to me, you know, we didn't have kids, we'd have a perfect marriage. That's the reality of what this life is.
2: Blending a family is difficult in the best of circumstances, but I think Nicole has complicated matters by sharing many of her messy marital details with her children.
4: I feel like my mom should be able to be happy, and sometimes I don't understand why she decides to stay in the place that she's in.
5: I think there's really like nothing I could do to make Mike happy.
2: Oh my lord. If we were in the hood, I'd say this is a hot A mess. I think many might see Nicole as blameless in this troubled marriage, not me. She seems all too willing to take on the role of the victim. Hello! Morning. how are you, sister? Well, I need to shake things up if this family is going to survive. The grown-ups here need to grow up. So let me, let me ask you a question. Yes. I, I want to thank you, first of all, for um, having the courage to take this step. But I, I need a commitment from you before we go any further during the time that I'm here, that you will not binge, you will not purge. I really need that from you.
3: Okay, I could do that.
2: Nicole is getting help for her eating disorder. I'm here to focus on what's tearing this family apart and to get them to do the work. What do you think would happen if you just gave yourself permission to enjoy what you enjoy? It doesn't have to be food. Yeah. It can be anything. If you just gave yourself permission
3: I think there'd be, I'd be peaceful. Mm -hmm. Oh, just saying that makes me emotional. Why? I don't know. I just, I haven't experienced that in so long in my life. I don't remember being happy. I kind of remember being a kid and being sad. I don't really have recollection of being, like, truly happy. And I want that.
2: Why am I here?
3: Because I think that Why little... am I here?
2: I need... I don't want to think. Drop below your neck. Why am I here?
3: Well, the only thing I thought of... Uh, mm, that
2: no. means you... No, no. That, that means you a... drop below the neck. <laughs> Why am I here? Look at me. Why am I here?
3: I'm always so afraid I'm going to hurt people. So if I did say, I don't know if this marriage is the best thing for us, I'm afraid I'm going to hurt his feelings. I'm always afraid of hurting everybody else's feelings, but I don't care for me. So I guess you not need you to slap me around a little bit. <laughs> Let
2: me tell you why I'm here. Tell me. Because you're a hustler.
3: What does that mean?
5: That
2: means that you got a racket that you're running. That you are in such rage. Because there's somebody you want to punish. And because you haven't had the opportunity to do that, You're going to punish yourself and everybody else around So I want you to be real clear with me. I'm not here to prove that your husband is wrong.
3: Oh, I know.
2: I'm not here to help you figure out what to do with your children. I'm not even here to save your marriage. I'm here to bust your racket. And, beloved, I don't want nothing from you but to love you and see you whole. But you got to know right now, Nicole, I'm not buying it. I know your hustle. I know your racket. I'm not impressed. Why am I here? Look at me. I'm here so you will finally grow up and stop acting like a brat.
3: I wouldn't have come up with that answer.
2: You're going to put your big girl panties on and be (laughs) grown. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now that Nicole is clear that I didn't come here to play, it's time for her to call a thing a thing. What's going on with me is...
3: I feel like I've lost control of my life. I feel like I've made bad choices that have hurt my kids. I don't know how to be me. I don't know who I am anymore.
2: So own it. I don't know how to be authentic.
3: I don't know how to be authentic. Okay, I do. Back. I feel like I'm always on stage. I feel I have to be this perfect person. Perfect house. My clothes together. My everything has to be
2: perfect. What do you tell yourself will happen if people know that you're vulnerable? They'll hurt you and then what? Who did that already? Who did it?
3: So my parents. parents and... just... Didn't feel important.
2: And where was your mom?
3: She was there. She was young.
2: And where was your dad?
3: Gone. We came home from school, and they were divorced.
2: Okay. How old were you when that they were? Well, they were How old were seven. you? Seven. You were seven. So yeah. did you want your parents to sit down and discuss with you their marriage? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, at seven.
3: <laughs> at seven. Is that I...
2: why you discuss yours with your daughter? Because that's what you wanted when you were seven.
3: Maybe. Yeah,
2: inappropriate behavior.
3: I know it is.
2: Inappropriate behavior. Now tell me about your marriage. What's going on?
3: I don't trust. It's, uh, he's giving me reason not to trust him, so I can't. Uh, I can't uh, get uh, it. I
2: ain't going there with <laughs> you. The only thing that Uh, goes on in your life is what you allow to go on in your life. I want to take Nicole back to the day she married Mike. To me, it seems that trust has always been an issue for these two. I love you from the
3: moment that I saw your heart, who you are as a father, a son, a man of God. When we were on a break.
2: Okay, so what I'm understanding then is that while you two were going out together, something happened. He considered it a break. You didn't consider it a break. Here's my question. Why in the blazing bejesus would you put that crazy man in your wedding vows? Because that's kind of our goofy sense of humor. No, 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 no. This is not goofy sense of humor. You were not going for just a laugh. You were not. Well, I wasn't healed
3: that day. Yeah.
2: And you... We're going for the jugular. You know, I just, there are just no words for me to convey to you the violence of that. Just look at that and tell me what is loving about that.
3: Well, I could see that I used inappropriate behavior. For what? And I think the, Wedding made it right.
2: Wow. Tell me more about that.
3: Thinking he screwed me over. Now we're getting married. Now I'm right. Ooh.
2: Which of you right about what?
3: I was right that we were supposed to be together.
2: Mm. You want to control people. Because as long as you're in control, you're safe. Yeah. This is not about him. This is about you. Boo, so my beloved, what's going on?
3: I live in the hurt of the past.
2: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Powerful awareness. Because I live in the hurt of the past because what it gets me is.
3: I think maybe it justifies behavior.
2: Here we go. It's wonderful. This is it. This is it. I'm not doing it. You're doing it. It's coming up because you set a clear intention. I live in the hurts of the past because...
3: I think it justifies sadness. Yeah, it
2: justifies it... sadness. Let's keep going. I live in the hurts of the past because... Well, it keeps me angry. Why are you getting it? You say one thing, expect something else, then when you get what you expect, you beat them up about it. And that's mm. your racket. That's how you set people up. Oh, you are a racketeer.
3: (laughs) 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 At least now you can say that I'm laughing.
2: (laughs) The truth will set you free. But to get to freedom, boo, you got to climb the barbed wire. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see Mike.
0: Have fun. Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends.
1: You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.
2: I'm meeting Mike at the local firehouse where he's a volunteer firefighter. I want to hear how he sees it. So, why do you think I'm here? We
6: want to have a peaceful
2: home. You don't have a peaceful home now. We don't have a peaceful home now. What does that look like? Not having a peaceful home.
6: Not that it's violent or loud, but it's uh, it's, it's disconnected. Mm-hmm. You know, I know these feelings aren't aren't right, and they're not what they're supposed to be. Um, and I what just, feeling? The feeling that 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 I'm disconnected.
2: Tell me what peaceful household. What does that mean
6: to you? Just being open and honest, and and not. Um, not walking away quietly mad, which is what I do, you know, if, if things aren't going well. What's the benefit you get from that? I don't have to hear her. Hear her saying that I'm wrong. Have you ever That I'm not sh- the head of the household, that I'm not the man.
2: Tell me the hard thing for you to know about yourself right now.
6: I think the fact that I can't 100% get into this thing without leaving a little door for escape
2: an escape route yeah okay so you have an escape route mm-hmm. you met nicole in the church mm-hmm. what was that
6: like it was uh, it was good because i love her sense of humor uh, i love her her spunk and i love that brooklyn in her yeah um, she's i love a the girl. I, the whole thing is attracted to me and that's why i fell in love with her
2: mm. And while you were falling in love with her, did you take time to know her children?
6: No.
2: Oh. How's that working
6: for you? It was working good before this crazy woman from the East Coast showed
2: up. It it wasn't working good, because I didn't come here on a broom, but y'all invited me in. (laughs) I want to share this with you.
5: Um, Before my mom met Mike, my life was a lot better than it is right now.
6: What
2: is that about?
6: Well, I would attribute it to the fact that uh, he didn't have a man in the house and he didn't know what that was about.
2: Well, he has one now, that would be you, boo. <laughs> okay, let me see. I'm in the same
4: house with someone who's supposed to be a father figure to me and I can't even like talk to him without feeling uncomfortable.
6: What is that about? I don't know. Really? Even though it's not always shown, I I think to myself, I have this conversation with myself. Do I love those children? I do love those children because I know that I would do anything to protect them. I think we thought this thing was gonna be more of a storybook. And we had someone tell us, you know, it takes X amount of years for that blended family to melt. This is not
2: a blended family. Uh, Let me just state that real clear. This is not about blending your families, because you call them my children and those children. I never call
6: them those children.
2: You said it right here. No, I didn't see those children. Okay. I wish I could run the tape back. I would never call them them those children. Beloved, I'm telling you, you said those children. Okay. So what if someplace unknown to you, you really do hold them as those children because something is going on that that is how they
6: experience you.
2: Something is going on that make them come away like this.
6: That would be terrifying. Yeah.
2: How does that make you
6: feel? Not good. Inadequate.
2: Yes. And that's painful for a man. Mm Mm-hmm. What are you demonstrating to Brandon about what it means to be a man, a husband, and a father. You,
6: Hello? You want, you, you want me to throw some answers out and you're going to jump on them?
2: What does that mean? I'm going to jump on them. See, I, I, my name's not Nicole. My name's Yamla. That was a passive, aggressive dig. I'm real clear about what that was. Yeah,
6: absolutely. You was trying
2: to make me wrong
6: about you feeling wrong. Yeah, I asked you a question. It's almost like I want to say, well, what, what do you think?
2: of this? I asked you. Why? I'm asking you. You a grown man. You a husband and a father of five. I'm asking you a question. What are you demonstrating
6: to Branda? He sees me be a good husband to Nicole.
2: He sees you being a good husband to and Nicole? there it is. I'm asking you. And is there that it is. what's your answer?
6: I just said, whatever answer I give, you're going to jump on me.
2: OK, boo, I'm not going to play with you.
6: I'm not playing with he you. He sees me provide.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey, here we go. OK. Yeah. So you, what you're demonstrating to uh, Brando is how to provide.
6: Is there more? He sees me interact. With who? He does. I do interact with the kids.
2: With who? With him? Yeah. You know, they're teenagers, which means it's some place in their being they're crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hormones and all kind of, you know, they're crazy. But when I look at these two young people, I hear their hearts really crying out for a relationship with you. And if I could be wrong. I'm wondering if you and Nicole are so busy trying to fix you all that the kids have kind of gotten swept away. It's day two here in Minnesota. Nicole and Mike are in a blended family breakdown. And Nicole's children, 16-year-old Bree and 13-year-old Brando, are right in the middle of this mess.
5: I think there's really, like, nothing I could do to make Mike happy. I can't even, like, talk to him without feeling uncomfortable.
2: Bree and Brando say they feel rejected by their stepfather, Mike, and it's clear from my conversation with Mike that he isn't ready to own it. I always say secure the children first, and I don't feel that's being done here. How did your mom end up with two unhappy children in a home where they're lonely and sad? It's almost like she doesn't
5: almost take care of us as much as she did or used to, because she's always taking care of him
2: now. Different priority. Right. Does Mike like you?
4: Not really.
2: Does he like you?
5: Well, I kind of hope he does, but you can never really tell because we don't really talk that much.
2: And how does it make you feel to be in a house with a male role model that's married to your mom, but you have a sense he may not even like me?
5: I don't know, it just kind of makes me feel kind of almost lonely.
4: It just makes me feel like, like, why should I be living in a house with you when we were doing fine, when it was just us three. And now you come in, and it's supposed to be better, and it's worse. Yeah. I want to know what I did. I, I want to know why he doesn't love me.
2: If he was sitting here, what would you say to him? When I come
5: home from school and you just completely ignore me. I I hate that. And that makes me not want to be around you.
4: You don't realize that everything you do affects us more than you think it does. And it hurts to be put down and feel like I'm nothing.
2: Hold your sister, hold her hand. Y'all are in this together, yeah. Would you be willing to have this conversation with Mike? Would you, Brandel?
5: I mean, it'd be you know, kind of uncomfortable, but
2: yeah. I have to tell you, I had a conversation with Mike yesterday. And I don't think he has any idea of how he's impacting you. None which is probably why it's gone on for so long. You don't have a clue. It's difficult for children to be honest with their parents, especially step-parents. I want to give Brienne Brando a safe place to do that. Okay, what do you want him to know?
4: Just that sometimes you make me feel like I don't really matter that much because sometimes I feel like I'm ignored.
6: Okay.
4: I just wish you would try to have more of a relationship with me because it would actually, it would mean a lot to me to have that with you.
0: Okay.
2: Tell him how you feel in this house with him.
4: It makes me feel uncomfortable and not really welcomed. And I just feel like it should be like, it should be our house and I feel like
2: it's just yours.
6: Is it better since we moved here or no?
2: It's not the house, Mike, it's you. So Brando, what do you want him to know about that? I feel like me
5: being the other guy in the house that you and me would you know, kind of do more or you'd want to do more with me. And we just, we don't, we don't really
2: do anything Is there any response that you have for them before I share with you some things that I heard?
6: No, just go ahead. He
2: feels lonely with you as the male role model in this house who doesn't even make an effort to connect with him. She's wondering what she did that would make you treat her this way. What would you say to them? That hurts me. Tell them. I'll go back over there. But they don't have to talk. So I'll get out the way. Because now this is about you and them.
6: I'd like to change that.
2: Change what, beloved? Change what?
6: Change the fact that they feel the way they do.
2: Tell them that you feel the way you do. So it's not a third party conversation.
6: I'd like to change the way you feel about that.
2: Okay, what's that? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> yeah, the kind of blank stare.
4: I was just kinda of waiting to see what else you'd say. I'm not sure if you're just saying what you want to say or saying you'll do something, but I don't know if you'll actually do it.
2: Okay. That's a trust issue. Mm-hmm and an issue of connection. Okay. Mike, this is an opportunity for you to get vulnerable and talk to these young people about what's up with you, that they would be in this house with you and feel unloved as a
6: result of your behavior. My behavior? Your behavior? You don't know anything about my behavior. Excuse
1: me. No, you don't.
6: I'm gonna sit here and get my ass handed to me like this. Guys, I love you.
2: That wasn't about you. Please hear me. He did that because I asked him to push the envelope and go the next step and be as vulnerable with you
0: Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, essential central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.
2: Nicole needs to feel comfortable with my approach with her children, so I had her watch it all on monitors upstairs. She saw everything. About an hour later, Mike returned
6: to the house.
2: So what happened?
6: I felt attacked. And? And then it's... Fight or flee, and I didn't want to fight you. <laughs> Tell him what you saw.
2: Well, Tell him.
3: I, I just saw them being vulnerable for the first time. Because I feel they've been scared, to be honest.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: And you just, you left them. It makes me sad. I
6: didn't leave them. I left her. Oh,
2: so it's about me. What you did today was you used your escape route that you talked to me about yesterday. Mm -hmm. That's not about me, Mike. You've got to own that. You emotionally abandoned those children. She saw it. They experienced it. What happened for you? You felt cornered. I simply said to you, these children are hurting as a result of their experience of your behavior. Where was the attack in that?
6: My behavior, mm-hmm. to me, that's an attack. Really? Yeah. I'm a man, and there's a certain way a man is. That's my point. And, and, and what if you would want that and, and if you want to transition the man into hold a little dirt, uh, hold, hold on. on. Uh, no, no, uh, no, no, you, you no, got to let me finish. You will not let me finish.
2: Hold on one second. Just, just take a let breath. Let me
6: finish the thought, and uh, then you can, can finish the thought. No, you're not letting me. You have to respect me.
2: And you have to respect me, too. As a woman, as a minister, in the middle of a sentence. Just take your voice down. That's all I want. You don't get to disrespect
6: me. I'm not disrespecting you. It feels like it to me, and that's all. I'm sorry. Feel, I'm sorry you felt disrespected. Okay. I heard what you said. Okay. Good. Okay. So go ahead. You want to take a man and make him into a, a feely creature? That's not natural. And I'm, I'm doing the best I can. But you're, you're not going to get tears, and you're not going to get uh, sobbing. Who wants tears inside uh, That's where you're going. I know that. You don't think I can see that? When I that's sa- for your television show, and I understand that. You want me to be honest? I'm being honest. I'm not here to do television.
2: You guys had to agree for this to come in. I don't have to be here at all. And the only way that we're going to get the answer is for everybody to be in 100%. Can you own or at least examine, explore, consider that today, you felt vulnerable. Mm
6: -hmm.
2: And rather than sit in it, you ran. Can you own that? Mm -hmm. Can I hear that please?
6: I can own that. I felt vulnerable. And as a result of feeling vulnerable and attacked, I ran. Can you accept that these two young
2: people demonstrated vulnerability, to share with you how they felt. They took a huge risk.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: And rather than being present with them, you were triggered to focus on me. And in doing so, left them, created for them an experience of abandonment. Mm-hmm.
6: Can you own that? Yeah. Can I hear it? I, uh, I abandoned the children when I left.
2: What is that about? Is it
6: self-control.
2: Self-control or narcissism? That as the adult, the head of the household, the man of God, that you demonstrate to them that you're going to put you first over them.
6: I feel like you mock me with the head of the household and the man of God.
2: No, no, no. That, isn't that what you are?
6: Yeah. But I feel like you mocked me with it.
2: Well, how can, well, how can I say it so you don't feel mocked? Well, you... When the trust is not there, then everything becomes distorted. It's clear to me that there's no trust here between you and I. That's very clear. I don't have no reason to bring, to come from where I live, to cold-ass Minnesota <laughs> to mock you. Why would I do that? I'm asking the question. For ratings.
6: To make a good TV show.
2: She invited me here. Is that what you're doing, doing a TV show?
3: No. I'm doing this because we need change.
2: I don't need ratings. Okay. This is my ministry. Well, then
6: let's tell all them to leave and continue.
2: They can leave. Y'all leave. Leave. Turn the cameras off. I know this has been rough on you, Mike. But you've demonstrated the courage that lets me know you're really ready to be the head of the South so. Don't take it lightly that he lived beyond his fear and did this to support you. Why am I here?
3: To open me up to truth, to bring, help us bring peace into this house.
6: To get into the nitty-gritty of us, individually and as a family, Mm -hmm. It's not who you are.
2: It's the bad behavior. Her racket is, I gotta be right. Your racket is, I can't be wrong. Do do you understand what I'm saying? Can you see that? So, are you in? Yes, I'm in. Let her know you're in. 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 I'm in. Are you in?
3: I'm in.
2: Are you in? Oh, I'm in. So you can stop worrying about which 15 minutes into the hour he's going to leave. This is your husband who just made a commitment to be all into this marriage. Is that accurate? Yes. So now any other crazy mint that you make up about it is your stuff, not his. Because the first thing you have to do is trust that his word is his bond. First to God, then to you, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but let's grow that part of us up. Remember I said I'm here to grow you up? Mm-hmm. You're married, so for me, I see you as one. Nothing from the outside can destroy your marriage. It will be destroyed from the inside out. And mm-hmm. if you two <laughs> just stay in the love and start calling each other on that bad behavior that comes up when you get afraid, this thing would just flow like butter. What are you bringing to the table now, beloved?
6: Please, please understand that um, I'm not gonna hurt you. Mm. I'm a, a husband that you can rely on. I wanna bring peace to the household. That's a good
2: plan. I'm gonna give you an assignment. One day when you're home and she's home, I want you to park her on the sofa (laughs) and give her the remote. If she (laughs) needs water, you get it. (laughs) If she needs to eat, you feed her. She has to know she can depend on you. Right now, she doesn't know it. Okay. Now, we have a big challenge with the children. We have to find a way to make them feel safe and included. So I want you all to think about a commitment you can make to the children. Come up with something for the kids that we're going to do. When it comes down to it, there's nothing more important than family.
3: Look at how beautiful. Welcome.
2: <laughs> you did a lovely job. I know. Welcome to your table for dinner. <laughs> now we're all together. Yeah. So. But you know what? I'm going to acquiesce the head of this table to you. Thank you. <laughs>
6: Lord, thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for everybody that has made this possible. We thank you for uh, the food that you've provided for us and protect us as we leave tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's going to cut the turkey?
3: Oh, my goodness. That's your this job. My job. <laughs>
2: so here's my question. Yes. What are you grateful for?
4: I'm grateful for Brando, for always being my... Best friend.
5: <laughs> I'm grateful that you are here to
2: help us. what you learn today?
3: I learned that behavior, I mean I really saw the behavior pattern of the living in the past and how it is so affecting the present. Yeah. Bad behavior doesn't mean bad person. Yes.
6: I learned that uh, in the process of healing, that uh, it's not always comfortable
2: mm.
6: when you uh, when you learn about yourself. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: But it's, uh, it's worth it.
2: If I could leave you with one thing. Secure the children first.
3: Mm.
2: No matter how bad it's between the two of you. And uh, I know that y'all had some very strong feelings today about your experiences. And it's okay to have those feelings and still be open to a new possibility. Yeah?
6: Guys, we uh, we've come up with a few, few things that we're gonna that we're gonna promise to work on. Go ahead, mom.
3: I'm going to commit to really being present with you guys. You know, being involved and being your mom. And date night.
2: Date night. We're yep. gonna
3: go back to that plan of you know having your guy night, and you guys will do something.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: And we'll all kind of rotate that, yeah. I think. That's our commitment, yep. and to love you. And stop being so busy. I gotta stop being so busy. Don't
6: forget your assignment, Mom. Mm-hmm. Done. Um, <laughs> I'm on it. 24 hours. 24 hours. Okay. No one's going anywhere. We're going to be sitting here, and we're going to be old and gray. And we're going to be <laughs> laughing at you, watching you raise your kids.
4: <laughs> I'm very hopeful that things will get better for us.
6: Okay.
2: Nice. My work here is done, (laughs) but I do come from Brooklyn. So where I live, we can't leave without taking a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Bad behavior. We all have a racket. That's what we do as adults when we are afraid and when we haven't done the work to clean up our history. Feelings buried alive do not die. And the stories that we don't explore and expose haunt us. They keep us from trusting and from getting the very things that we say we want. Everything you do plants a seed that will produce a harvest. What are you harvesting right now? Have you planted good seeds? Well, get your tools, start planting, and plant something bigger and better than you've ever believed was possible. In the meantime,